Welcome to Tusker Talk, a podcast from Somers Schools. I'm Amanda Bergen, your communications coordinator, and it's Thursday, which means it's another superintendent update with Dr. Ray Blanche. Hi, Ray. Hi, Amanda. How are you this afternoon? Great. Let's talk about athletics Great. because we have some updates from the Westchester we Department of Health. Yes, we do. And a couple of key things in there. One, we have received clarity as far as the inherent risk involved in athletic sports right now. So we need to make sure we get that out to all of our families that are having their children participate in athletics this uh, uh, high risk season. The next piece is we need to make sure that there is a, a sign off uh, of that and understanding that they can come. What also comes along with that is an updated code of conduct. In addition to the uh, typical code of conduct, it will include things such as, um, you know, as a student athlete, I will ensure to wear my mask. I will not participate in uh, group gatherings outside of school and such and, and things like that. Uh, another key part is as well too, is there is a requirement for board of education uh, resolution that we need to bring to the board that they uh, resolve to go ahead and offer these sport, high risk sports during the season. So you're seeing all the school districts across our area doing that. So we'll get that completed. And then any, we any time frame on that? Well, uh, I would say uh, next Tuesday at our board meeting, that would be the time that uh, we would at least be able to bring that forth to the board to have them act on that. And the sports can't begin until that happens, correct? No, they couldn't. They couldn't. Again, with the notice coming so late today, already being Thursday, it's unlikely uh, that we'd be able to uh, be able to pull all those elements together before that time, which would mean that athletics could start on Wednesday. Uh, the other piece inside of there too is we are now developing and working alongside our district's physician, a testing protocol. I anticipate we will be doing something of a randomized testing of our student athletes that are participating in those high-risk sports right now. Is that a requirement? Um, that is a highly, highly encouraged uh, piece out of the Western Department of Health and basically that I think we're seeing all of our uh, districts that we will be competing with will do a, a randomized testing at, at the least or even increase that testing more. Parent Square, as people probably recall, they've already been asked to fill out a form to give consent yes. for random testing district-wide. Some folks may have already completed that form. We just want to make sure we've got every athlete there has already given us consent. So when we do start our testing program required in the district testing program, um, for students have already given that permission. Right, and so if you've already given permission for your students to, or your children to be tested district-wide, you're already set, you don't have to do it again. Yep, should be good, and then we'll double check it, and for whatever reason, if something is missed, we'll reach out to those families and let them know that we just need an updated permission slip there. And those athletes cannot participate in sports if they do not have consent to be randomly tested? Correct. And they can't start until all these protocols are in place. Right. So I believe we can go ahead and at least get the request out for permission to our families, go ahead and get the information out there for the um, code of conduct. Uh, and then we also are anticipating we will be receiving our tests, hopefully on Monday, so we can start our testing protocol for our students as well, random testing protocol. And also no spectators, that's another requirement. It is from different Department from the out, Yep, different from the outdoor sports. We're outside and we can have a couple of spectators there. Right now there are, are no uh, spectators in our indoor sports. We will be using our local live system though to broadcast those uh, events and things and like that. And you can find that link on the website. We'll be uh, right on website. the district website yep. and specific to the athletics and uh, we'll make sure we get that out uh, many times so families can see those events. Okay, well, and hopefully we'll get them playing soon. Yes. Sounds like we're on the right track. We are, we are. This is all good news. It's all good clarity, good steps. It does delay our start, yet we're, we're now even closer than we were certainly just a short while ago to actually get this thing moving. So. Okay. Um, 
Another extracurricular activity that I know a lot of parents and students look forward to this time of year are the um, band, orchestra, chorus concerts. Yes. How are we sharing all of our students' great talents and commitment? I, I, those, I believe, will continue through the winter with us using the streaming, as we've done now, or taping of those concerts and things. Much like the athletics, we're not bringing in spectators for athletics. We're not able to bring in uh, you know, audience members for those events. We're exploring right now, again, another wonderful time of the year. It's usually the last two weeks or so to have our students demonstrate their uh, kind of learning in the arts area uh, through different performances, be it the musical or be it fifth grade, you know, strings performance, whatever it is. So we're looking at ways that hopefully we can go ahead and meet that and uh, see if we th even we can do some of that outside. So we're exploring mm -hmm. other ways for us to do it a little differently, but once I it gets warmer, I assume. Yeah, a little warmer, a little warmer, <laughs> a little warmer. No, no heat lamps outside. So, but we think we can do that and at least uh, give some sort of a semblance to an end of the school year where our students are performing. They're there again, socially distanced and doing those things. So. We're uh, looking at that right now, and so hopefully we can identify a location in the district where all four schools can access that, uh, you know, on certain days and evenings to go ahead and celebrate their learning through the school year. So we're working diligently on that now. Great, and I, I know that the middle school right now is once a week sending out a link to some of their students performances that they're recording and then putting up. Yeah, that's a great example. I think they've got it on directly. They're sending it to their parents or putting it in our school GPH. Where right, folks and I know I, we're that. also posting it on Facebook, so I know people yes. can access the link through our, our yep. district Facebook page. It's, it's a missing element, certainly, of our schools to be able to go and be a part of that. It's the music, it's the laughter, it's the family conversations. It really is a lovely, lovely time and event. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, we can get a little bit closer to something in the spring. Just not the same numbers, but an opportunity to kind of come be a part of uh, you know something like that looking forward yeah. to so we're, we're working on that and we, we believe we'll have a solution again we're waiting on guidance from the Department of Health on how many individuals outside can we still have together at one time mm -hmm. so that's that will change I anticipate in allowing us a little bit more last year was 50 and then it bumped up a little bit through the fall and things so we'll watch what the allowance for us to have an audience together socially distanced but how far apart so, All right. Good stuff. All Thanks right. Me. Thanks for the update. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, Amanda.